I'm going to tell you this, we ain't done yet. Howdy and welcome back to the Eligibles Podcast. I'm Will Stone. He is Chase Caldwell. Hayden is back in the back uh, after a two-week hiatus. Uh, finally got our schedules worked out, but a uh, big weekend of college football uh, as far as AM goes and nationally. But uh, Chase, you were in attendance for this game um, just off the top, like some of your, your key takeaways, key thoughts from uh, the 27-10 win over Auburn. Uh, key thoughts is our our concession stands at Kyle Field suck now. Um, I'm really disappointed because they replaced Freebirds with a Pigskins, which is like um, instead of that sounds made instead up. of being uh, yeah. Well, no, it's it's nachos but with pork rinds instead of chips. That's what replaced Freebirds nachos, which were incredible and nachos. Free- Freebirds is an Aggie company, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, right? Well, they're Aggie in my heart, so I mean, you know, they might as well be, even if they're not. But I'll tell you this, uh, just very quickly, I had the worst concession stand experience of my life because <laughs> it was about five minutes before half, right? Um, it was sweltering hot this week, and and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go get me some lunch go in the in the letterman's lounge and watch a little bit of this game in there cool off a little bit whatever five minutes before half i go to the concession stand right by my seats right in between me and the letterman's lounge i'm standing there i waited in line for about 10 minutes got all the way to the very front and the lady goes we're closing this register and i'm like okay well (laughs) Do you want to take my order first? You know? So she made me go to the back of the line. After I had just waited in line all this time, go to the back of the line, wait in line again. By this point, I get to the very front. It's halftime. Get to the very front. I order my uh, Slovacic sausage wrap that I was I was wanting. We're out of them. <laughs> the guy in front of me got two of them. So I know that I know that I was the last one. He and the guy goes, uh, the, we'll have some more ready in about 15 minutes. And I said, you've got to be kidding me. At this point, I've been in line for about 25 minutes, um, real time. And it's now halftime and it's right after the band got done playing. So naturally everybody has, has crowded now to the, to the concession stands. Right. So I walk clear to the other side of the stadium because I was just looking for like the next one over that might have a Slovacic wrap. Nope. It's on the complete opposite side of the stadium before I find one stand there, wait in line, get all the way to the front, order them. And she said, Oh, we just ran out. We have Aggie dogs though. (laughs) I stood in line or collectively speaking from standing in line and walking across the stadium almost an hour just to get a Slovacic sausage wrap and still didn't get one. (laughs) So (laughs) Uh, so that's why I say my piece about that. Sorry, I know that nobody cared about that, but it has just been on my You're mind. Good. We need uh, Freebirds back. I'd like we to do. provide a fact check about Freebirds and the uh, Aggie Company. They were first opened in Santa Barbara in uh, California and then oh, relocated rats. their headquarters to Austin, so they could not be any less Aggie. I believe. Man, double negative. Double well, I mean, negative. there's Aggies in California. Like John, yeah. John Kyle, you know. Yeah, I know one. Mm-hmm. um i've got a really quick uh similar story to that it'll take 30 seconds um but i only say it because it's sec related so the first time no the second time that we ever went to uh old miss when AM played there in 2013 uh there's a, a thing they have over there it's sold in gas stations maybe just this one gas station but everyone kept telling us to go get it it's called chicken on a stick and we stand in line at this gas station for you know probably 30, 45 minutes, uh, hangover starting to onset a bit. And, uh, we get up and there's one, there's one guy in front of us, one old Miss Pratt guy. And like, they had brought a brand new fresh batch of chicken on sticks out. And there's like 40 of them. Like these things are huge. And there's a huge freaking like metal, like serving thing of them. And they set it down and the frat guy goes, yeah, I'll take every single one of those. 
and he bought all 40 of them. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not waiting another, another 30 minutes for a chicken on a stick. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can't tell you if it's any good or not. It looked, it looked amazing, but uh, have yet to try that uh, Southern delicacy. So Yikes. in fact, check that one also good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad someone got to eat one. Cause I did not. About 10 yeah. years ago now, but yeah. No, but you know, uh, outside of concessions, uh, I do like having morning games. It is really nice to be able to get the win and then just like watch football the rest of the, the Saturday. Uh, so that was nice. Um, but, you know, far, as far as how we played, I, I think there's goods, bads, uglies, just like there always is. Um, you know, the good news is we, we came out at 11. We got the win. It's it's really easy to come out at 11 a.m. game and and get upset or beaten. You know, doesn't necessarily have to be upset, but um, 11 a.m. games can be a struggle. And so um, we had we had our struggles on Saturday, but I don't, I don't think there were anything that was um, anything that we we can't get past. If that makes sense. Yeah, and and maybe it was like maybe it's just something about whenever A&M plays Auburn or with it being 11 a.m. or just the way these teams are built. But, uh, like, there, like there's times when we play them where it's just the ugliest football you've ever seen. Like, it's just like uh, like we're just beating each other to death <laughs> and getting, like, one, like one and two yards of play <laughs> whenever yeah. we do it. Like, uh, when, when they played here in 21, uh, we didn't score an offensive touchdown, and we won the game because we had, like, four field goals, and Michael Clemens had a fumble recovery for a touchdown. They didn't yeah. get in the end zone either. And, you know, last year, you know, when we went over there, we know how ugly that game was. Uh, you know, not anything that you want to watch again. So um, the first half was was a little bit like that. But, um, uh, you know, second half got got some more points on the board and it made us feel a little bit better. Um, we, we don't have a, a really much of an update about uh, about Connor Wigman. Um, you know, he went down with an ankle. Uh, late first half uh jimbo came out and said he's day-to-day um said it said it was not a high ankle sprain which is fantastic news because uh from what i've I've heard and read like that would take you know pretty much to the end of the season to come back from um so if it's of the lower ankle sprain variety you know maybe he's uh you know week to week maybe he's back by tennessee maybe he's back by bama you know maybe he's not back to Ole miss but uh, at least as it stands today, it shouldn't be season ending. Um, but I thought Max came in and, and played pretty well. I think he did too. I think that's the the uh, that's definitely the the thing that we should be walking away from. I, it, admittedly, I, I'll say this, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but I've been I've been kind of worried about Max Johnson up until this week, simply because. It just seems like whenever he's come on on the field here lately, that we have we've just been really sloppy, and and I've had a suspicion that part of that might have just been that we had the second team O line out there, right? But um, I still was kind of just like, okay, this just doesn't seem cohesive, you know, with our with our backup. So for him to just step on in, and it just it didn't really seem like we missed a step. We got got a couple good throws in right at the very beginning to get his rhythm up and get his, his tempo going. And, um, he just, he just really led this offense well. And, and I, I thought he did a great job and, um, gave us the spark that we needed in that game. And, and I think that's where, um, I always have, I always think it's like really weird. Like, I don't know how a coach, um, has a two quarterback system and, navigates it well you know without it it being oh this guy's gonna start now oh now this guy's gonna start now I mean it, it just never seems I don't know that I've ever watched a team that really does does navigate it well um but I just think about like different instances where the next quarterback comes in to the game and creates a whole new wrinkle to the defense that now it just gets you going and and um and really what I what I would say to that is that you could tell that Auburn really game plan for Connor Wigman. 
And and whenever Wigman's out of the game, all of a sudden, now Max Johnson is putting up good numbers against him, and and they had a hard time stopping him. And I, I just don't think that they, I don't, I, I think they really sold out to the idea of you know playing him for fifteen, right? And so, yeah. um, so that has an element of of benefit to us, and um, ultimately, like like I. My takeaway from a week ago, a lot of what I was saying was that our skill players seemed like they could, you know, kind of rotate in between, like there wasn't as much drop off and we just have a lot of depth there. Um, my takeaway after this week is, well, we, we have that continued depth at, at quarterback and we can, you know, we've got an offensive system that just works plug and play guys where, where we need to. And, and that's very beneficial. It, I do want Connor Wigman back. I hope that he's he's all right, and I, I you know, I expect that whenever he comes back, he'd, he'd be continuing to start the game. But, um, but yeah, I mean, knowing that we have Max as the backup, I mean, he looked as good as ever, and and um, I think, you know, even if even if um, we don't see Wigman this week, I think I think Connor Wigman, I mean, uh, Max Johnson's a good enough quarterback to come out there and get us a win yeah I, you know I, I think i do too um and uh i think it, it it would be a shock to see connor back out there like i'm i'm fully expecting it to be max this weekend um but like and we talked about this over the summer but it was so important to hang on to him and and keep a guy with with his like not just his, his ability but his experience like he started you know uh double-digit games at LSU. Uh, he started a couple games here last year before he got hurt um, and uh, has, has played pretty well. And now we have an offense, you know, with with, with, with uh, Petrino that is really uh, – it's, it's very it's very suited to, to, to his style of play, uh, mm-hmm. and, and he can have a lot of success with that. I um, thought the offensive line played better uh, in the second half and kind of gave him time to, you know, to, to, to get through his reads and, and find the right guy. And um, like his, you know, like his ability, like it's it's all there. Like he's got the arm, he's he's got the size. I mean, he's six six, like two thirty. Um, he's pretty mobile. He took off and uh, ran for a first down a couple times. Um, and then that 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 D ball to Evan was just, you know, it 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 doesn't get any better than that. So no, that was um, great. So so with that, you know, I think uh, um, yeah, I think just on, on the offense in general, uh. First half was 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 frustrating and and and, and you know I, I think Connor is a, a top five or ten quarterback in the country. I think he's he's phenomenal, mm-hmm. um, but he was a, a little bit off and uh, and and sometimes it was him, sometimes it was the receivers. But like we we, we saw passes like there was a pass on a screen where you know he he threw it he threw it behind the running back and he I think it was Moss. He had to like come back and catch it and then like totally took him out of his like out of his. Uh, his momentum there and got tackled for a loss, but um, like he just wasn't as, as, as clean and crisp as he was, you know, and despite all that, our defense kept us in the game. And, uh, and then, you know, uh, we, we do have to put Max in the game and then, you know, Max goes out and executes and, and we win the football game. And, um, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, it, it was, it was awesome to see that, but it was, it was really awesome to see, you know, his, uh, his, like his, his first touchdown of the game was his brother's first touchdown uh, of his career, uh, and you know here at A and M. So mm-hmm. that that was really special, and you, you could tell like uh, when when Jay caught that ball, and like he was like, "I'm I'm getting in the end zone." <laughs> like he, like he uh, he he tried to truck that Auburn dude, and uh, they just kind of fell over together like into the end zone, and that was a pretty special moment. Yeah, you know it's it's funny that you mentioned that because I, I rewatched the game yesterday and. Um, rewatching it right before that touchdown they they did this whole thing about max johnson's family and how his dad was a a football player and his uncle is mark rick but his mom is perhaps the you know best athlete in their family because she played volleyball and and all this they're just going on and on about it and he throws a touchdown to jake they never said a word about Jake being his brother, like never said a word about it. And then it was like a little bit after that, that they finally like brought it up. And I'm like, 
here they did this whole spiel about his family and never said and his little brother is on the on the team with him you know and then yeah it, it wasn't until he threw the <laughs> touchdown to jake that they even mentioned jake and i'm like you know like you're gonna do a whole you know thing about about his family at least it mentioned his brother that's on the team so yeah um yeah you know i uh going back to what you said you know that the offense was was frustrating in the first first half i i think we just came out flat i think we came out tired and and i i saw a lot of 11 a.m game in in the first half uh from our offense specifically i think our defense played great um it was a good defensive battle. And I mean, this was a Hugh Freeze team. So it, it's, it's that this was a, I mean, the defense made a statement, in my opinion, that, hey, if oh, we need sure. to rely on them, that they're there. But the, the offense, I, I'd say, um, you know, we just looked really, really sloppy when we were coming out. And, and I'd say it's across the board. Sure, there was some of that on Connor, but there was a lot of that. I mean, there's holding calls and, and, um, you know, delay a game a very the second play from scrimmage we had a late substitution where where evan was supposed to run off the field and then he lines up like way far wide and then what like seven seconds before the the ball needs to be snapped he runs off the field well now we gotta give defense time to snap the ball and we waste the time out yeah. second play from scrimmage uh, so like you, you shouldn't be doing that that quickly out of the gate and yeah. so i mean that just came from I think I think there was a lackadaisicalness to our to our uh, offense as a whole. And well, I think uh, we had like three or four false starts in the first like ten minutes of the game. Yeah, and that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, all like, kinds of false starts and holding and and a couple delay of games like it just aggravating, you know. Yeah, and like I think like where the frustration comes from, at least for me, is like. It, it was pretty evident early on. I was like, we are a much better team than, than Auburn is. Um, oh, sure. I, I, I didn't know that going in. I was, I, I, I thought, I thought we were, I thought we were better at least, but once we got into it, I was like, okay, we should we like blow these guys out. Mm -hmm. And you know, if, if you, if you hit a few different things here or there, like don't have the, 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 the penalties and, and things like that. Uh, this game could have been like 40 to three. And yeah. like, I know like, like 27, 10, like, like, that's fine. Like, I mean, and it's just for optics. Cause like, I think, you know, we, we still prove that, that we were a better team and, you know, there's a lot to be excited about, but like, just, it, it would have made me feel a lot better. It, like just to go out and, and like completely dominate, like, like from, like from the whistle and, you know, and, and, and blow them out in, in that kind of fashion. But it, I'm optimistic now because I'm like, hey, like we, we played our, you know, B minus, you know, C plus game mm -hmm. and and beat a conference opponent by 17 points. So, you know, yeah, it's, and, it's, and it's, not only that, we had like there there was a lot of fluke calls, I feel like uh, that, that just like they were called maybe correctly. I'm not saying that they, they were fluke in the sense that they were called incorrectly, but just a, just a couple of things that would just sheer bad luck on our part. But yeah. like that touchdown getting called back that you know, that they said was a forward pass, um, which, you know, again, you review it, it was a forward pass, but had their player not have gotten hurt, we probably wouldn't have even noticed that, that they probably wouldn't have even reviewed that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's just, just but it, like, I'm not saying that, that, you know, anything, I hope their player's okay and, and all of that, but I'm, I'm more so just specific, they're saying that um, a couple things like that, that it's easy the box score doesn't reflect how good we were doing because there was also a lot of calls, you know, holding calls or, or, um, you know, whatever random there, penalty there, there was, was. There was that one that where we were was, like, like, I think we, we had a holding and then Evan had a big play for like a huge first down. Yeah. And they called OPI on Max Wright where the Auburn DB that's what it was pushed yeah. him into the other DB. Like, yeah. That's not yeah. OPI. <laughs> like, right, you can't do right. anything about that. And there was just a couple of fluke things like that, that like, even, I mean, I'm not one to argue about, you know, whether the ref was right or not, or, you know, if it was a bad call. I mean, I I'm with you. I think that one was kind of a bad call, but you know, I'm not going to cry over spilled milk. Like a bad call is a bad call. There was just some of the, some of the good and where we would, 
get some momentum in this game, it seemed like all of a sudden it'd be taken away. You know, yeah. think about what it would have been like had we not, you know, the 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 uh, uh, scoop and score that that Edron had, like, had that not been called back, how much momentum would that have given us going oh, in yeah. and, and woke us up and got us more excited? And so it just kind of it just seemed like he kept getting the wind taken out of us, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes that happens in college football like that, like that, that's just part of it. Um, so I'm not, I'm not making excuses. There was some things that, that definitely could be improved on after this game, but ultimately like I'm looking at saying, you know, what, what have we been wanting over the past three weeks? Well, we've been wanting our defense to step up and play a game, and they finally did that. And then now, whenever they do that, our offense struggled in the beginning. And so now, you know, we can't just then say, oh, well, okay, defense was finally okay, but the offense now, you know, yeah. otherwise we're just looking for the next thing to complain about, you know? Well, and you're, you're exactly right. Like, it's college football. Like, yeah. like your team is not going to play as – as good as they possibly can every single week. <laughs> like there's going to be times where, where it does need to be complimentary where like, Hey, like offense is having a, a rough day at the office defense. We need you guys like now more than ever. Right. Uh, and our defense answered the call and then our offense got together and, and, you know, ended up taking care of business. Uh, I mean, like this past weekend, there was a handful of games like uh, Michigan was up by just like, by like seven to zero over Rutgers. Like yeah. at like almost halftime and like, you know, they, like they messed around with them. They probably should have beaten them by a lot more than, than what they did. Um, well, it, well, yeah, it, I mean, it, it, it's every week. Bama, Bama last week didn't score a touchdown until the fourth quarter against the University of South Florida. Like, yeah, it, it's not in, you know, Auburn, Auburn. I We were definitely a better team. You know, we were better than Auburn. There's no doubt about that in my mind. Um, but they're not a bad team either. Like no. there, there was, there was, I think they're, they've, they're going to win some games this year, you know? And I think that's one of the problems that we have just with Auburn in general is, you know, both us and Auburn are constantly in doing this and we just happen to meet each other as we're crossing, you know? So like where they're, where they might've had a bad year the year before, but they're coming back up, you know, they're on the rise and we had a good year the year before and we're all of a sudden about to have a bad year. That's whenever they beat us. And it's like, we step on each other, you know, yeah. trying to get, get to the next step. And, and, and so, last year, uh, both teams were bad, yeah. but like, and, and like they, like them beating us cost us going to a bowl. Because yeah. Like, I think like, like we were both like four and, and whatever going into that game. And, uh, you know, they beat us and then lost to Alabama. We, we <laughs> lost to them and then we beat LSU. And then, uh, it was just uh it's it's just the way it goes this made me this made me think of something else um that was said by the commentators i i'm gonna I'm it, it was rg3 in case i'm gonna be ugly for a minute that, but those commentators man were yeah uh, uh rg3 may i'm sure he'll probably become a good commentator one day but uh <laughs> he's got a lot of a lot of work to do those those uh they said something about they were like they were like um Texas A&M last year went 5 and 7 and, and they were like trying to dog on Jimbo about how it, it was off the rails they did like they even had like a little thing the train graphic like train yeah yeah and that the, it had gone off the rails and they were like they were like then last year he went 5 and 7 and <laughs> and then one of them said they didn't even make a bowl game either last year it's like, well, you just said that when you said we went five and seven. <laughs> like, if you know college football, then you know that if you don't get six wins, you ain't going to a bowl game. You know, like, yeah. Like, it made it made it as if it was two completely different things, and it was not. Like, it's yeah. like, yes, you just said five and seven. You know. Yeah. No, I I, I generally like RG three. I just don't like him when he calls our games and like <laughs> put puts that corny kind of spin on things and like oh he's way like, corny there's no like doubt about that he's he's making puns with people's last names and i'm like okay this is you're, you're doing a little bit too much yeah but, yeah um yeah. but you know like before we get to the defense the last thing i'll say about the offense um the the inside running game uh in the first half was, was pretty poor um i hated that after we 
like after the whole fumble fiasco and like all that, and then we force a punt and we get the ball, we run it three times in a row, three run plays, and we don't convert and have to punt like that. Mm-hmm. That was probably the most frustrating moment of the whole game. Like it, it all worked out, you know, in the end, but I'm like, man, like, why, why would we do that? <laughs> but yeah, you know, but in, in the second half, like they, they hit some outside runs and, and had some success there. Uh, I thought Ruben and especially Le'Veon Moss uh, played played extremely well. Um, and then late in the game, you you put Amari in there, he gets a seventy nine yard run, you mm-hmm. know, like down to the like down to the like inside the ten. So um, I thought all three backs played well. I, I'm glad Moss is back healthy. Um, I I think his car- like you'll probably see his carries increase a little bit. Um, and and Ruben is just uh, electric with the ball in his hands. So um, lots of uh, of of positives and like this this team and, and this offense like they have so much talent and ability uh and and coaching and scheme but it's just like hey like go out and and, and build on that and, and get better this week because you know i think the, the the team they'll play on saturday is probably a little bit better than auburn is yeah and that that's where you know to your point those those three run run games back or run calls back to back to back um, that that's perhaps the downfall of feed the studs, right? Because um, you're at that point in the game, the run game was all that we had really established. We really didn't have um, some some good. I mean, we didn't stretch the field out at all. I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't think of a single big time pass play that we had in the first half. It was a lot of like we, short. We stuff. might have had some. We yeah. had a lot of short stuff, but there was a lot of checkdowns, a lot of checkdowns in the first couple drives simply because it, it was, it was coverage. You know, we couldn't, uh, they, they had us covered well and, and the receivers weren't creating separation and um, you know, we, we had to go with our check down. And so I, I think, I think we were trying to establish the run game a little bit so that we could open up the passing game and all that. I mean, Looking back, that's that's what I would I would say was the idea there, um, but it, you know, it's um, it's hard to say. It doesn't always work, right? You know, yeah. sometimes we think we have uh, oh well, here's the game plan, but it doesn't always work, and and so um, ultimately, I I look at, I think a game can really be judged by by the whole of its parts and and not you know individually play by play. And yeah. the whole idea of the next play, right? And and so, yeah, I think it took us a little bit to to get there and get mentally there. Um, once we did, I, I think we we really did well on offense, and and I, I think Max Johnson did a fantastic job leading the offense. Yeah, no, um, like it, it like in the end, it was it would it turned out to be you know a, a good showing on offense, and uh, you know this week, you know, it, like Max is going to get. You know he'll get all the reps with the ones. You know with with Connor being uh, being sidelined due to injury, and uh, just keep improving that uh, uh, chemistry with those receivers. You also get yeah. Noah Thomas back this week, which is huge after missing the last couple of games. Yeah. So uh, you know should be you know pretty much full strength with uh, Evan Moose and Ias uh, and Noah uh, and, and obviously Jake and Max Wright. Um, on that note, Max Wright's blocking is huge for this team. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think he's like a sixth year senior now. Like he's been mm-hmm. around for a long time and, uh, it's not, he's not just a culture guy. Like he's, he's blocking his tail off when he's out there, uh, and, and making this offense better. So, uh, definitely, uh, hats off to him for this last game. Yeah, definitely. Uh, defensively, we talked last week, like, Hey, like, you know, against ULM, they switched some things up and, you know, played a little bit different scheme than we had seen against Miami. We're like, Hey, like, this was pretty good. Let's hope they do that, you know, and, and have a little bit more in store for uh, for Auburn and the rest of our SEC opponents. Um, and that's what they did. They did exactly that. They they were uh, pretty fantastic on the day. Um, 15 tackles for loss, seven sacks. Uh, we had six sacks through three games coming in. They had seven uh, in this one. Um, all around impressive. I mean, you know, people like to – I think the – uh, the quote unquote three man front makes people uncomfortable. Um, 
even though the, the fourth guy is the fourth lineman is still out there. He's just moved around a little bit. Um, but it worked like this defensive line, you know, really kind of caved in that Auburn O line. Uh, and these linebackers had a hell of a day on Saturday. Yeah. I, I think, um, really what, what my takeaway from that was the more aggressive we are on defense, the better of a defense we are. Like we're, it, I, I'm just kind of like, Hey, DJ, just dial them up, you know, let us, yeah. let us, let us be an aggressive defense because really, if you look back to um, the days of, of um, coach Elko, we were very aggressive, <laughs> you know, like he had all kinds of blitzes and, and things going on. And, and we were just always, always, I mean, formidable because of that. And so um, I think I would rather be aggressive and give up some big pass plays from time to time then I would, you know, be more safe and, and can't defend the run. You know, we've experienced both. And and I, I prefer to have lesser pass defense and, and um but a but a stronger, more aggressive defense if I can keep from it. But yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think uh you know, it just seemed like there was just always somebody in the backfield and and um Really, you mentioned the sacks. There was a bunch of tackles for loss. I don't know. I don't remember how many. I don't have it in front of me. Hayden, you might check this, but how many yards they they had in the second half? Auburn, because I, I mean we we held them pretty tight in the second half. Um, there's a stat that that I like a lot. Uh, it's better than instead of like yards like per game, it's yards per play. Um, and our offense had 8.1 yards per play, which is like really good. Uh, mm -hmm. and they had 2.8, which is like, that's a great showing from your defense on, on game on paper.com. Shout out to Robert Binion. He, he has a terrific website. If you want to go check it out. Um, Auburn was in the first percentile <laughs> in terms of yards per play, which means they were, uh, worse than 99% of other college football teams on Saturday. So that's, that's bad for them. It's very good for this Aggie defense. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I, our defense played fantastic this week. Um, I was very, very happy with that. It's the defense that we've been wanting to see all, all year. And that's where I'm kind of like, this was very much the, the worst showing that we've seen so far on offense. The, yeah. The, the, but it really wasn't that bad. I mean, we still won a conference game, you know. <coughs> but uh, but yeah, if we could put it all together, that's that's the thing yeah. to me that that it's exciting. Yeah, and that's what like, and and we'll talk about some of the other games in the conference here in a minute, here here in a bit. But uh, it, it, it's truly as, as wide open as, as it has ever been in the West. Um, and this team is is talented. They're 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 big, they're fast, they're physical, um, and for the most part, pretty well coached. Um, mm. And if they can just, you know, they're, they're four games in. You know, we've uh, we've we've had an injury at quarterback. We had another guy step up. You know, he's a pretty solid player, and uh, just keep getting better each week. You know, and as we get better, the opponents seem to get better. Mm -hmm. um, we'll, we'll touch on Arkansas here in a bit, but uh, defensively, I mean, it just like they they played the way like they played up to their ability and honestly they weren't perfect like there was a couple of times where like they could have truly like just like crushed auburn from start to finish like there was a couple of plays that got away from them like here and there but like on the whole they they really showed out uh i thought shamar turner played a, a, a superb game mm -hmm. uh and edrin cooper and tori and york that, that's a hell of a linebacker duo and, and tori and york true freshman like, you know, not highly recruited player out of, out of Temple, Texas. Uh, just, I mean, he's, he's playing outstanding football right now. Yeah, he is. He is. And I'm glad he's on our team because uh, overall, I, I just, our defensive is, is seemingly molded as the years gone on. I've seen a, I've seen a progressive improvement at defense each week. And um, I, I just think we're, I think if we can keep that trajectory going, that'll be really, really good for us to where, um, yeah, I mean, offensively, 
we're already turning heads. We're already turning heads at how big of an improvement we've had on offense. If our defense can be as solid as it's been in the past and we we really just continue to get better each week, um, the the opponents get harder each week, but we could probably keep track with getting better, you know, as they get harder. And, and I think, I think, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm less worried about the next three weeks than I was before the season. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, that's why I say that is because before the season, I kept saying, well, ask me right before the Arkansas game, you know, how, then I can give you a real pulse on how I feel about the team. I'm a lot more confident today about how the next three weeks are going to go than I was before the season. Yeah. Yeah. It, like I think for me, like there's definitely some of the shine off of Tennessee. You know, mm-hmm. we didn't truly know what to expect uh, from them with a new quarterback. Uh, uh, I guess it was last week or the week before this past week, Florida really gave them the business um and, and put it on pretty good so um but it's still you know it's over there and you know in and, and bama you know man like if 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 connor was was gonna play against bama i would say yeah we're, we're, we're definitely gonna win that game yeah now you know i'm i'm closer to 50 50 but i think that you know i i would still favor us a smidge but mm-hmm. it's gonna be a tough one like like they're still very talented you know they've they've built things around Jalen morrow now and uh, like with their offense and things like that and you know trying to to get him on the move and and uh you know they went and and beat Ole Miss pretty good but um it's 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 right there in front of the uh, like like this team has everything in front of it everything to play for like they just have to go out and do it and yeah um this week is a great test you know we talked about the other week like hey like like Auburn is is decent Arkansas is a little bit better than them and and Bama's a little bit better than Arkansas and could be a lot of it better than Arkansas, but um, the one the one place where I thought that Auburn was actually pretty good, it's gonna sound crazy because we we caused so much hell in the backfield, but their offensive line is is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, like they like they like they they did their job pretty well, but like we would just force the quarterback to get on the move, and then we had a free guy that was tracking him at like every like every time, and like mm-hmm. that's how you get seven sacks, and uh, you know like they. They tried to go side to side and, and like, you know, our safeties and corners were coming down fast and, and making plays for for losses. Um, but their O-line played well. Arkansas's O-line is not good. I'll tell you that right now. Um, this defensive line for AM should should feast on Saturday. They might not. Like maybe Arkansas, you know, goes, you know, max protect and things like that. It's not really what they do, but uh, they could do that and, you know, maybe slow us down. But, you know, Walter Nolan, McKinley Jackson, Shamar Turner, Fadil Diggs, we haven't mentioned him yet. He played outstanding. Um, those guys should should absolutely go off on Saturday and, and get K.J. Jefferson on the run. Um, but and I know you watched this game the other night against LSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arkansas's receivers are all 6'4 plus. Like they're 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 huge and they all catch the ball really really well, um, so it's going to be a challenge, no doubt about it. Oh, it was a dogfight for LSU. Like I yeah. mean that that was that might have been I don't know Ohio State Notre Dame was also good, but that Arkansas LSU was close to one of the best games I've watched all season. Um, it definitely top three for me in terms of good games that I've seen. And so um, that was a very, very good game. And um, and that shouldn't have been, you know, for LSU. If you're LSU, you're looking at it saying, oh, we're much better than Arkansas. I think Arkansas is, is a good team. I would like for us to go out this week and and – I'd like I'd like a win like we just had against Auburn. If we if we come out and we have a solid win like that against Arkansas, you're going to hear me next week saying that we're going to beat Bama. <laughs> you know, um, if we if we win like LSU wins or won against them, then I'm going to be a little bit more sketchy. Um, and if we lose to them, of course, then that's gonna that's gonna really um, change my perspective as well. Yeah, well and. It, it, it's tough to get a read on this because 
you know, this game was always weird and mm -hmm. it's always tough and it's always close between these two teams. Right. You know, like most of the time it is. But, you know, Arkansas having to go to Baton Rouge and, and play that, that close, exciting, you know, passionate game and lose, like, is that going to be deflating or is it going to be, you know, a bounce back chance for them? Because it, it, it feels like, like they could be teetering. You know, they, they, they blew the game to BYU at home. You know, they go and they almost have it against LSU and then they lose late. And, you know, are their, are their spirits broken? Or are they, you know, like a wounded animal, you mm -hmm. know, and, and they're going to come out, you know, guns blazing on Saturday. It, it's, it's tough to tell. Yeah. And that, that's, I mean, after, after us, they've got Ole Miss and then Alabama. So they, they've got a gauntlet here where they could, they could have five straight losses, you know, if they're not careful. And so um, if you're their coach, you're really hammering on, we've got to win this game against AM. We've got to. And so maybe you get by them from the players. Maybe there's just exhaustion that, um, I mean, that was a very fun, passionate game on Saturday against LSU for them. Um, so I don't know how banged up they were. I don't, I don't recall there being a bunch of injuries. I'll tell you this Auburn. I, I would hate I, if I was an Auburn fan, I, I would be, I'd be so sad at how the season is going to turn out because they, they have so many injuries coming out of Saturday. I mean, they had so many injuries on Saturday and then they've got Georgia this week or yeah, Georgia this yeah, week, Georgia. then LSU, then Ole Miss, then Mississippi State. Um, so yeah, they're I feel sorry for Auburn, kind of. Yeah, they're they're running back that got hurt, uh, Demari Austin. Uh, he's he, he got hurt on the on the fumble play. Um, he, he's a, he's a really good player. Like I thought he yeah. was was really impressive. And uh, yeah, it, did, did he break his arm? I I think so. I'm not certain. But yeah. I, I think that's what happened, and it, it, it really sucks for him, and, and sucks for Auburn because I think he's a pretty good player. Um, but you know, um, it's I, I feel like Arkansas is is kind of similar to Miami. Like I think they they want to throw it, especially like like their best running back, Rocket Sanders. Like he's been out for like two or three weeks. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't seen if he's going to play this this Saturday or not, but. If he doesn't, they have some other guys that are capable, but um, they they definitely want to throw it and and run it with KJ, um, and you know like they 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 had some success against LSU doing that. LSU's defense, you know, isn't isn't a slouch, and and they had some big plays on them. So um, you know, I think our DBs against their receivers, that's where the game could be won or lost. Um, but if our if our defensive line can exploit their offensive line, you know, it, it could be a long day for them. Yeah. I, and I hope so. I, I hope that, I hope you're right. I hope, um, you know, that the drop off from Auburn to Arkansas, that that gives us that edge there. Cause I mean, imagine if Arkansas, uh, imagine if Auburn had a worse O-line than what they had, you know, I mean, it just, Oh yeah. We already they, created all kinds of chaos for them. So yeah. Um, and, and Bama doesn't look to have a very good O line. So, I mean, we might, might have a similar situation. Honestly. And like, week. like I, I've heard from people that I trust, uh, that Ole Miss has like a, an abysmal O line. Like they are awful on the offensive line. Um, so honestly, the only team left on the schedule with what I would call a good offensive line is LSU. Mm -hmm. And they've got they've kind of got a good everything going on right now, except for maybe secondary. Yeah. Um, so like I don't know, it's it's early, but if I had to call my shot, I think uh, I think the game in Baton Rouge at the end of the year is going to be uh, have some big implications as far as uh, as far as the SEC West goes, and maybe even more than that, maybe even some playoff implications. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree with you there for sure. Uh, especially on for for the SEC West because I mean, look at look at look at how every team just seems to be so even. I mean, every everybody is is so evenly matched. It seems like this year, which is great. I love that. Like like you look at who's who's the worst in the conference and who's the best in the conference. Just let's just talk about the the West. Let's not include the East for a minute. You know. 
you got you got us in Auburn who you know it was like a slugfest for a while. You had LSU and in Arkansas. It was definitely a slugfest for the whole game. Ole Miss and and Bama, you know, went back and forth and back and forth for for a bit uh, before Bama finally kind of ran away with it. But but even even then, they didn't run away with it by Bama standards. You know, they only won by what two touchdowns. Um, so it, it's uh, you've got you've got a lot of you know teams that I mean maybe Mississippi State is probably the the outlier of those. Um, but I, I mean, think this is they, a fun year. It is, and like as good as I feel about A and M, I think pretty much every game we play is going to come down to the the fourth quarter. Like it's going to be a yeah, like a, a four quarter you know brawl, and uh, and some exciting games and and some uh, intense moments. Um, you know, like I, I'm glad we get a team like you know, like South Carolina. You you play them at home. They got a pretty good quarterback and some receivers. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, like, it, it, I, I, I still feel like Tennessee is tough for me to get a read on. Like, I know that that Florida kind of beat up on them, but, um, you know, like, I think their their quarterback and O line's a little bit iffy. I don't know about their defense, and uh, you know, going on the road, you know, this team hasn't proven to or hasn't proven yet to go on the road and 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 be the same kind of uh, uh, dominant team. So um, it's there's so much left but there's there's a lot of reason for for hope and optimism and you know i i look forward to every week to watching this team play and get better but um it's 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 really a really exciting year to your point on tennessee though i'm looking at it right now they haven't played anybody they played virginia which is a i mean they're a decent team in their own league but they wouldn't they Tennessee beat them like I would expect. Then they played Austin P, which they they were losing against Austin P for a bit. They only think, beat Austin P by like two touchdowns. It may have been tied at halftime or something like that. Or I think maybe it they was. Were like, I think like it barely was barely up. Um, yeah, um, because somebody thought that they were losing to App State, and no, it was AP like <laughs> Austin P. Austin P. <laughs> um, but but uh, then they lost to Florida. Then they played UTSA. So outside of Florida, the only games that they've played are Virginia, Austin Penn, UTSA. Yeah. So they play South Carolina this week and then us. So, I mean, they, they really, I don't yeah. know. We might, we might get surprised and Tennessee might not be as good of a team as we think they are. They might not be. And that, that South Carolina game is very intriguing. Um, oh yeah, I've already kind of circled it for this week. <laughs> um, I think, I think uh, before we get into this week, uh, we talked about LSU, Arkansas, um, a little bit of Ohio State, Notre Dame. Is there anything from the past week that that stood out to you, uh, or that was you know something to highlight? We, we talked before the show that there were no upsets, you know, at least on yeah. the as far as the ranked teams go. But um, is there anything that, that stood out to you? I think that's the biggest thing is that there wasn't any upsets. I was really kind of disappointed by that because I love some upsets. I was hoping Arkansas would upset LSU. Um, I was hoping that that I was really hoping Ole Miss would upset Bama, but that didn't happen. Yeah. But we can do that next week. Um, that's right. Hopefully, uh, definitely. I was very much hoping that Clemson would upset Florida State, but that did not happen. And then I found out everybody else was going for Clemson. I was like, wait, what? Y'all wanted the unranked team? To lose to the fifth ranked team, what's going on here? This is this is not chaos. I want chaos. I think um, we just, I, at least for me, I, I'm kind of just sick of Clemson. Just so sick of Clemson. Yeah, I, I, get I just want to see them put in their place and go like seven and five. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think that's going to happen. They're well on their way. Um, hey, good. Hey, uh, so I, uh, 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 during our game, I had uh, I had Oklahoma Cincinnati on on a laptop, and I had uh, Clemson. In Florida State on a on a on an iPad, um, Clemson should have won that game. Uh, Florida State didn't look that great. Uh, they had a a sack fumble that they returned for a touchdown to tie it. Uh, Clemson, I guess, doesn't know how to recruit a kicker or develop a kicker at all. Uh, they had a chance late in that game with like a few minutes left to take the lead, and they just missed it. I mean, it's like, like Dabo, his teams have missed kicks for the past like five years. 
um, and they can't get it figured out, and that probably costs them the game. It goes to overtime. Florida State pulls it out, but um, you know, there's you know, we, we've said it before, and and we'll say it again. There's not a team out there that is that is just a dominant force. Like everyone has holes um, and, and flaws, and it's just you know, I, it's it's going to be really inter- really interesting to watch. And you know, in, in the Pac-12, like all those teams that have to play each other, like Oregon yeah. has to play Washington, like here in a few weeks, uh, both those teams look, look incredible. Uh, USC has looked pretty good. They kind of got a scare put into them by Arizona state, but they look good. Um, don't sleep on Duke, man. <laughs> like <laughs> Elko has got that team playing some ball. Yeah. Uh, I, I kind of put them on upset alert and they freaking they, they handled UConn. So, um, and like even the metrics that that I've seen come out this week, like uh, like Duke is not is not a fluky team. Like they're they're, they're playing really good football. So it's yeah. uh, it's it's an exciting year. It is, it is, and um, I this week would have been better had we had at least one or two big upsets. Um, Ohio State Notre Dame just proved to me that both of those teams are really good. Um, and. But but like you said, I don't I don't see any elite teams to the point that they're just so far ahead of each other. I mean, you just think about the way it's been in years past, where you had Ohio State, Bama, and Clemson, and they're just untouchable. And then you had yep. you would rotate out Georgia and OU and Penn State, and you know a couple other teams that would try to penetrate, but they couldn't. And um, those. That's not the case this year, and that, I'm glad for that for sure. Um, coming up this week, though, I mean, it looks like we've got got a couple of good games on the horizon. Yeah, we do. Um, you know, Thursday night, not a ton, but uh, interesting game with uh, Jacksonville State at Sam Houston. Uh, both former FCS schools in their first year in the FBS, uh, so it's kind of the battle of the former FCS schools. Um, Friday ranked Pac-12 matchup Utah at Oregon State. Um, that should be uh, entertaining, at least to some yeah. extent. Um, and then Saturday, some really interesting SEC games. I know we touched on uh, Tennessee, South Carolina, but Florida at Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky isn't ranked, but I think they're four zero. Um, let me just confirm that. Yeah, they are. Um, that's an interesting game because there for a while, I think Florida beat them like, like some crazy number of times in like 37 times in a row, like something just insane. Mm-hmm. And then Kentucky finally beat them a few years ago and they may have beaten them a couple times since, but um, that's in Lexington. So like, you know, Florida is ranked 22, you know, after beating Tennessee, if we don't know who we don't know if they're any good or not. Um, we might find out this weekend when they go to Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah, that is an interesting one. Uh, oh, USC Colorado is going to be good too. It will be good if you like <laughs> if you like blowout. <laughs> I guess we, we haven't talked a ton about that, but uh, Oregon dismantling Colorado was not surprising to me uh, in the least. I'm, I'm sure you feel the same. No, yeah, I mean, gadget programs, right? <laughs> Never seen a big, bigger gadget program than what that's Dion's a, got cooking. That's a, that's a gadget school. <laughs> um, Clemson at Syracuse may sound boring, but Syracuse has always given them uh, given them problems. Yeah, they have. This might be the year that they pull it off. Yeah, it might be. Um, honestly, if you don't like any of those, South Alabama and James Madison should be an awesome game. <laughs> you can get it on ESPNU. <laughs> Uh, if you're not watching A&M in Arkansas, um, you know, Georgia at Auburn, yeah, I, uh, it's probably Georgia. Well, no, they've played South Carolina. Um, I guess we'll see, you know, I mean, if, if Georgia beats them like 55 to nothing, you know, then uh, I, I won't feel as good about beating them the way that we did, but um, who knows? It could, it could be a tight one. I, yeah. I feel like that's, that's a rivalry. It's in Auburn and you know, it, it could be a close game. Yeah, that second loss is really easy to come by, though. You get that first one, and it just is a bummer to your season. You know, I I could see Auburn going out and laying an egg. 
you know, in, in years past, this would be a joke, but this is not a joke that I'm about to ask. Does Kansas have a shot to knock off Texas and Austin? They're, they're ranked number 24 right now, undefeated. I don't know. No. I'm going to say no, but that crazier things have happened. Crazy things like that do happen in the Big 12. Yeah. Um, so it's very possible, but um, it's in Austin. I mean, they've won there before. Um, Can you imagine the content <laughs> <laughs> if that were to happen? Um, I, I, there's probably zero Longhorn fans. I'm sorry, Longhorn fans. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'll, no, I'll I, wait. I, I, I don't see that. I, yeah. I, I think I don't think Texas escapes this year without a loss, but I don't think that that's going to be to Kansas. Not this week. Not this week. Yeah. Um, man, lots of just kind of oddball Big 12 matchups. Uh, Houston at Tech. Tech lost to West Virginia this weekend. Their quarterback's out. They're not doing great up there. Uh, they, hit those, at, they hit those W states. <laughs> two, two w's and two l's <laughs> they should not schedule western kentucky it's not gonna go well <laughs> uh baylor at, UC- baylor at ucf ucf is probably gonna smoke them i think i think baylor may be toast um, yeah they're looking like it i'm, I'm kind of shocked by that really but uh Missouri's at Vanderbilt. I think Mizzou is decent. I think they're a decent team. I I, I don't know why they're ranked pretty, number twenty three, but I think they're pretty decent. They are pretty decent. I, I've I have really hadn't watched their games, but I, I've seen I've seen a lot about them on Twitter. So like they've been making some noise. Um, I just I hadn't watched a full game of theirs yet. Yeah, I almost, I almost never do. Now that I think about it, I, I, I like that's just a team that I never watch. You know, there's times where I forget they're in our conference. <laughs> <laughs> and, and not a knock on them. It's just like like no one talks about Mizzou. And, yeah, I just you know, forget about it. Yeah, I think they, they could be like maybe the second best team in the East. Who knows? Uh, the game that has my full attention, I'm so glad that it's after ours, the 5 o'clock on ESPN, is LSU at Ole Miss. Uh, huge game. For, for both teams, um, mm-hmm. you know, Ole Miss suffers their first loss against Bama. You know, this is in Oxford. Can they can they right the ship? Can they get back on track? And LSU is keeping their their playoff hopes alive. You know, they had a ton of hype coming in. You know, Florida State took them to the woodshed. Uh, they dominated Mississippi State. They they almost lost to Arkansas. You know, th- this is a a huge game for them and a huge game for the West. And just to like, just, just for, for, for me and you to see like, Hey, like, are, are either of these teams any good? Like, is one going to blow out the other and, and, or is this going to be like a, a tight and, and close game? Yeah, no, I think, I think uh, it's a good matchup and um, I can see Mississippi or Ole Miss pulling this out, you know, I, LSU though. I don't know. I said I, after as soon as I said that I pulled that back. LSU is going to win this game. I, I don't see LSU losing this game, um, just yeah, because the, they they've got LSU starting to click, which kind of that kind of scares me because by the time we play them, they might be really clicking. You know, I know but, it's early, um, and I, I, I'm sure you can bet on this somewhere, but uh, I need to find the odds for the Blitnikoff winner. Uh, oh yeah, neighbors is neighbors is a stud. <laughs> yeah. Like he is, he's a monster at receiver. Like, uh, like <laughs> whenever I'm watching uh, like a non A and M game, and there's a player just going the hell off, I'm like, man, I really hope the Cowboys draft that guy next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think the Cowboys would have to lose a lot of games to draft neighbors because man, he is. He's he's just having a monster year so far. Yeah, he is. No, he he looks good. I went against him this week in fantasy, and that was not fun. So, yeah, uh, it's a pretty good 
uh, it's a pretty good stack for Cody. He's got the quarterback and the receiver. Yeah. LSU. So it works out well for him. Until they lose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? This is the game of the week. I forgot all about this. Uh, Notre Dame is at Duke. Um, this is huge. This is huge for Duke, for the fighting Mike Elkos. Um, I'm glad they're ranked 17. They're getting some respect. But, man, if if you want to vault your way into the national conversation, go out and beat Notre Dame after Absolutely. they almost beat Ohio State. <laughs> Absolutely. That would be fantastic. And it's very, very possible, too, because Duke looks good. Notre Dame looks good, too, I will say. They do look good. Yeah. Um, but hangover game. It can happen. Yeah. yeah, it's it's uh like if if Notre Dame put all of their eggs into the beating Ohio State basket, you know, a month ago they didn't think, oh man, we got Duke right after Ohio State. Better watch out for that. You know, I'm I'm sure they're aware now, but you know, it's, it's not what they expected coming in. And uh, very very interesting game. Uh, if there was ever a game for duke to sell out the crowd it's it's this one so no doubt i'm I'm sure their students are fired up um honestly kind of a light week after i feel like this past one just kind of spoiled us to all these you know ranked matchups and and big games and whatnot but for sure uh there's plenty on there to uh to to get yeah there's there's a lot of good games out there i mean we didn't mention south carolina tennessee um, I would love to see South Carolina pull that game out because that would mean that Tennessee might not be as formidable as we thought, and maybe tickets get cheaper. So, um, yeah, it's a win-win. Bama and Mississippi State. I don't, I don't know. That I'm expecting much of that one. Uh, yeah. I'll probably still watch it though because I'm a sicko. Right. I I think Mississippi State might be bad. Um, I think so too. She can't really. Uh, I'm giving them a pass for the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's just an unfortunate deal. Um, honestly, low key, like fire game is West Virginia at TCU. Um, neither one is ranked, but it's probably two of the better teams in the Big Twelve. Uh, West Virginia has kind of gotten their stuff together. Like they they played Penn State as about as well as they could in week one. And they've won all their games since. Uh, TCU, you know, lost the nail-biter to Colorado in, in week one. They've won all their games since. So, like, you know, who is going to step up from that kind of second tier of the Big 12? You know, K-State's got a loss. They're hanging around. Uh, you know, I guess UCF is in that mix. And then, you know, that next – like, in that group is is TCU and West Virginia. So, that's, that's a big game for – uh, for standings in the Big 12. No doubt about it. Um, I don't have anything else. Uh, I mean, shout out to Texas State. <laughs> they they just keep winning games. Um, Fighting Montanas. They're at, yeah, shout out to Montana. Um, great, great uniforms down there in San Marcos. Um, at Southern Miss, they're three and one, so... Uh, good, good year for the Bobcats. Really good year. Uh, I like that coach down there. He's doing, he's doing good stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything else. I mean, I think, uh, and we've covered everything we need to cover. I don't either. Um, I, I hope we go in and take care of business on Saturday. That's, that's the main thing. Um, I think it's a winnable game. I think it's, uh, I think we're probably the better team going into this. It's a game that if we want to take that next step, we've got to win. And we kind of get it to where it's not so close, but um, we'll see. You know, it is weird playing in a different stadium. Um, we didn't play very well on turf in, in Miami, so let's hope that that, that is uh, not the case this weekend. But yeah, um, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a good game, and um, hopefully we walk out of Jerry World with another W. Yeah, absolutely. Um and you know, I, I'm not one to buy into, like I, 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 I kind of like roll my eyes when people use past results between two teams to predict the future. Because I'm like, 
like none of those players are still on the teams. Like, why does that even matter? Mm-hmm. But with this game, it just feels different, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like and, until I see us do it consistently, I can't go out and say, oh, yeah, we're going to beat the crap out of Arkansas by, like, 25 points. Right. Like, like what has happened in the past to expect that? Like, all, all I've come to expect is just a crazy, you know, fluky kind of game and, you know, may, like, may the luckiest team win. <laughs> like, yeah, that's how, exactly. that's how it usually goes. <laughs> well, again, hopefully it won't be like that this year. But, hopefully, but yeah. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, appreciate you guys hanging around. Uh, we will both be in attendance at the game, so um, hopefully things uh, work out. We're going to be there and 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 yelling loud. Uh, I don't. Is this the last one that's up there that that we play them in Cowboy Stadium, or do we play them next year? I think we play there next year. I think next year's the last one, and then it's but over. I, and then it's over. It's Dunsky. Yeah um yeah i i hate playing on turf so glad to be out of that deal soon but i, I say like i'm out there playing i hate when my teams have to play on turf <laughs> right <laughs> my my college football team i hate those uh, black little pebbles they get everywhere <laughs> yeah they're all my socks um well that's gonna do it for us uh, uh thanks again for listening uh, we'll be back uh next week after a hopeful victory uh, against arkansas breaking down uh the game leading into Alabama uh, for Hayden Garland, who is off the screen, but always in your heart, uh, Chase Caldwell, and I am Will Stone. This is the Ineligibles podcast. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week.